In a follow-up to President Trump's executive order on artificial intelligence, the White House's Office of Science and Technology Policy has released what it describes as a first-of-its-kind set of principles that agencies have to meet when drafting AI regulations. Now, this policy is binding, and it builds on the work the defense and national security communities have put into their own recommendations on AI ethics. But administration officials have also cautioned agencies not to overregulate AI research and development. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with more. Jory, this is kind of an important piece of policy if you consider how important the government says AI is. What makes it the first of its kind, though? Well, as you mentioned, Tom, this is the first binding document put out by the Trump administration. And as they described in a call with reporters on Monday, this is the first policy of its kind internationally from any government. And so the Trump administration, certainly in the past year, we've seen several agencies develop policies that are more recommendations than anything binding. But this is the first policy of its kind that has teeth behind it. And we also heard from U.S. Chief Technology Officer Michael Kratzios. And in this global arms race of trying to develop the best AI, he said that this demonstrates leadership from the Trump administration on AI. The U.S. AI regulatory principles provide official guidance and reduce uncertainty for innovators about how the federal government is approaching the regulation of artificial intelligence technologies. By providing this regulatory clarity, our intent is to remove impediments to private sector AI innovation and growth. Removing obstacles to the development of AI means delivering the promise of this technology for all Americans. From advancements in healthcare, transportation, communication, and innovations we haven't even thought of yet. And that's the U.S. Chief Technology Officer Michael Kratzios. And Jory, what are some examples of how this policy might actually impact AI rulemaking? I guess AI rulemaking happens at a lot of agencies. Yeah, yeah, and it could be tricky to wrap your head around, but there were a couple of concrete examples that we were given. The Transportation Department, for example, regulates drones, as well as the Food and Drug Administration. They regulate a lot of medical devices that now have some AI functionality to them as well. So beyond that, we also heard from Deputy U.S. CTO Lynn Parker. She did caution that this policy doesn't apply to federal use of AI. While there are ongoing policy discussions about the use of AI by the government, this action in particular, though, addresses the use of AI in the private sector. It's also important to note that these principles are intentionally high level. Federal agencies will implement the guidance in accordance with their sector-specific needs. We purposefully want to avoid top-down, one-size-fits-all blanket regulation as AI-powered technologies reach across vastly different industries. All right, so this is regulation about regulation, you might say, and not about the government's use for its own purposes of artificial intelligence. Those are ongoing efforts internal to government, but this policy does not touch that. Got it. What are some of the principles they're actually asking agencies to follow in regulating private sector AI? So there are 10 principles overall, and we can certainly go into a lot of detail with those. But the key thing to remember here is that they fall into three general categories, ensuring public trust in AI, limiting regulatory overreach, and promoting trustworthy AI development. So all 10 of those principles fall into generally those three buckets. And what, for example, can agencies do to ensure public trust, Jory? Well, it really comes down to transparency. It's a big piece of explainable AI, and the technology really is just not there yet that you can pop open the hood of an AI algorithm, and when it comes up with an answer, that it really kind of shows its math of how it got to that answer. It's just kind of really input and output, and the in-between is not yet clear. So in other words, the government wants to make sure that users of AI in their industries have AI that the public can in turn understand how it works. 
Yeah, yeah, it really does come down to that. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman and the second big principle limiting regulatory overreach. It must put some limitations on the kinds of regulations they want agencies to impose on the public. Well, the concern from the administration is specifically state and local governments, in their words, overreaching by banning certain applications or uses of AI technology. One example that they gave was state and local governments banning the use of facial recognition technology, for example. And that's not just a hypothetical, Tom, that's actually playing out. The city of San Francisco just this past year did ban the use of this technology in the city itself. And Other municipalities are considering similar bans, and at a national level, Democratic members of the House Homeland Security Committee have also expressed similar concerns. Sure, about just banning it altogether, which is not really regulation at all, I guess. You would think San Francisco would want to know the faces of the people that are pooping in the streets all over the place there, but what do I know about San Francisco? All right, and this third principle, promoting trustworthy AI development, that seems related to the first principle of ensuring public trust. Right, right. I think more than anything, it really comes down to an open dialogue between the people who are developing this technology and the people that it's being used on. And what other agencies have been working on AI ethics besides OSTP? There are certainly a number of efforts going on here. There's some work being done from the National Institute of Standards and Technology, or NIST. They've put out one segment of an ongoing roadmap in AI as it pertains to research and development, they have kind of reached a lot of the same conclusions as this uh, this policy does, but it, it is non-binding, and they do stress that there is no uh, regulatory overreach in any of this. We've also seen from the Defense Innovation Board recommendations overseen by the former Google and Alphabet CEO, Eric Schmidt. Yeah, he always comes up, huh? He's a, He's a big thought leader on a lot of these things. And we've also, speaking of Eric Schmidt, we've also seen from the National Security Commission on AI, which is co-chaired by Schmidt and former Deputy Defense Secretary Robert Work, a preliminary draft of their recommendations, which ultimately will go to Congress later this year. Now, the policy just put out by OSTP that you mentioned at the top here, that's a draft, correct? So what happens next? It is a draft. It's open for public comment for the next 60 days. And by the end of those 60 days, agencies have to come back to the White House with their own plans for how they will implement these 10 principles going forward in proposed rulemaking. So this is really the Trump administration's way of making sure this isn't a one-size-fits-all proposal that AI certainly means different things to different agencies in different policy areas. And getting back to the facial recognition example, facial recognition is not in and of itself artificial intelligence, but it sounds like this policy is aimed at that general area where existing technologies like facial can be really revved up and made much more powerful with AI algorithms. And that's the concern, I guess, on the part of the public, on the part of would-be regulators, and on the part of the administration. I think that's a fair way to put it. Facial recognition technology is just one subset of this broad umbrella that is AI, but I think it's one area that has garnered a lot of attention. Yes, because the AI gives kind of a predictive quality to what you can track otherwise, say drone tracking and so forth. Well, what is going to happen? That's, I think, what AI is is aimed at in general. And I guess that can be intimidating. Yeah, that's generally a pretty fair way to put it, that Facial recognition technology is just a one example of this broader umbrella that is AI technology. All right. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.